Imagine you bought a life insurance policy and it was a 20-year term policy. Or you have life insurance through your employer. Now fast forward 15 years and your 20-year policy has five years left. Or your group policy through work is about to expire because you're leaving the company or retiring. You know your life insurance is about to end. But you want to keep control. You want to keep coverage of it. And in today's show, we're going to talk about what your options are to maintaining that life insurance, even though it's about to end. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio Show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. Tony, we're going to talk about life insurance today. Uh And I know you're probably rolling your eyes because I can't see you today. But I feel you're rolling your eyes. I can hear you rolling your eyes. But I want to talk about it because I've been getting, for whatever reason, these come in waves. I've been getting clients and people that are not clients but are talking to me about their life insurance that is ending. And I wanted to talk about it because it's front and center in my mind. And I think I can give some useful information out there for people that are going through the situation. Yeah, that's probably seriously helpful because... A lot of people don't understand how their life insurance actually works and what happens when it ends. Does it just end? And it depends on the type, I assume. So, and before the show, you said you're going to talk to me about or talk to us today about uh, life insurance, some type of conversion. And I was just, I, right. I, I got a little paranoid, like the people that come to knock on my door to convert me. Um, it's not that type of conversion, though, we're talking about today, right, Dan? Well, Tony, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. We may, there's a lot of different ways to to get there and we're going to take the insurance route. Okay. No, we're not. Yeah. Life insurance conversion. And, and what that really means is just taking an existing life insurance policy and and changing it and, and they call it a conversion and I'll explain why. So, so the scenario is that you're losing coverage in some way. You're losing it through your employer because you're quitting, retiring, getting fired, whatever it might be. You're you're because group coverage through work, which a lot of people have, and a lot of times it's a percentage of their salary. They'll say it's five times your salary, and it comes out of your paycheck to pay for it. Sometimes it's free. Sometimes the company actually pays for it. Nothing's free. The company pays for it. So, um, you don't think about it, and it's just there. And when I meet with people, I say, do you have life insurance? Yeah, I got, you know, five times my salary at work. Right. And that's the extent of it. They don't really think beyond that. Then there's the people that want life insurance for their families. They're perhaps they just got married and they say, I need a million dollar term coverage for 20 years so that I can get my little unenlightened worldlings out of my house and into college and on their own. Something happens to me. I want my kids to be taken care of that kind of thing, or my spouse. And, um, you know, I, I was just helping out with the, the Boy Scouts, Tony. 
Yes. And there's a merit badge called personal management. And one of the requirements is for these boys to learn the difference between term life and whole life. Oh, really? And yeah. And so, you know, I mean, I could see their eyes glazing over as soon as I started talking oh, yeah. about it. But yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the, the boys was asking me, OK, so you have life insurance on yourself because if you die, you want and they know my kids. So they say, you want your three kids to be taken care of and the money there can go to your wife to take care of them. But you also said that your wife retired, well, didn't retire. She stopped working from Pepsi when the boys, when the twins were born. So why does she need life insurance? I said, she's got a lot on her. And they said, and, and they didn't understand why. And a couple of them just couldn't, didn't understand it. They said, well, why does your wife have life insurance? And I said, well, if she dies, who's going to take care of my kids? And they said, you are. And then I said, well, who's going to do my job? And then that's when they uh, realized, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Life isn't as simple as they think it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I thought it was kind of cool that they're learning yeah. this stuff about finance and budgeting credit cards. And that, that is really great. And my son's an Eagle Scout. And I don't know if he ever took that, got that badge, but maybe he definitely did because it's a requirement yeah. for Eagle. Oh, okay. He had to do a budget. Oh, yes. I, rem- budget, I remember probably. now he had to do a budget. I don't remember him being, a- learning about life insurance. That's yeah, fascinating. That's good. Yeah, but, yes, I think I thought so. So um, so imagine you have coverage through work and you're leaving work and, and you can't take it with you. Well, you can, but you have to convert it from a group policy to an individual policy. Sounds expensive. On yourself. It is. So and the same. So. What started this conversation today is I had a couple of people call me and say, hey, I have a 20 year term and it's expiring next year or it's expiring in a few years. And I got a letter from the company saying, this is the last year that I can convert it. What does that mean? What do I do? And so when you have life insurance that's ending and a lot of people have term insurance because it's cheap, I'm a big proponent of it. But if you have a 20 year term, after 20 years, it goes away. You don't have any coverage. So what happens if you want coverage? So I'll give you the example that I'm dealing with. This man, he's 69 years old. He's turning 70 in later on this year. And he has a term policy that just so so happens to coincide with his age of 70 that expires. And it's $100,000. And he says, I want to keep it. What do I do? And I said, and I said, I don't know. Let's let's look at it. And he sent me the letter that he got from his insurance carrier that gave him the conversion options. So I called up the company because he's got two options, Tony. He's got three options. One, he just lets it go. It served its purpose and he no longer has insurance. But his wife is 65 and he said he wanted coverage. So he doesn't want to just let it go. So he's got two options at this point. He can convert the policy to a permanent policy so it doesn't go away or he can get a new policy from another company those are the two main options and real real briefly i'll step back and say as you get older life insurance costs go up because it costs more to insure you because you the odds of you passing away and that insurance company paying out go up 
It just makes sense. When you're 21 years old and you're buying a 20-year term policy, it'll cost you 10 bucks a month because the odds of you passing away and cashing in are so low. But if you buy a 20-year term policy at age 70, yeah, the odds of you passing away during that time are fairly high. So the insurance company needs to get paid on that, right? So that's the issue he's facing. He's he's going to be 70. He's like, what do I do? It's going to cost him his a wife's fortune, is, right? It will. And his compared to what he's paying now, his wife is in the same boat. She's got 100000 and she wants to convert hers. Now, she's got five years left on hers, but she wants to convert it because she could see the writing on the wall. And she wants to maintain the death benefit of 100000 for her kids. So a couple of things going on here. If they go to get a new policy, which is an option one, right? You can go get a new policy. The problem is it's going to cost you. And you have to get a, you can't, you no one's going to sell you a term policy if you're in your 70s. That's going to last your whole life. So you're going to have to get what's called permanent life insurance. Permanent meaning it's not going away. And that's either whole life or universal life. And that costs a lot more than term insurance does. Just to give you an idea. Well, sure, because there's going to be a payout, right? All right, there's going to be a payout. At some point, the insurance company is going to cut a check for the death benefit, assuming you make your payments. So in this case, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you the actual numbers. I think he was paying about 40-something dollars a month for his term life insurance sure. that was ending. The quote for the cheapest uh, conversion option for him was $420 a month oh. for the same. So it's 10x, 10 times. I've seen it 15 times as expensive as the term insurance that they were paying. And that really blows people's minds. They say, well, what? Wait, 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 time out. Time out. I'm paying 40 bucks a month for $100,000 death benefit. I'm okay with that. But 400 a month? What gives? That doesn't make sense to me. But if you think about it, it does make sense. 400 a month. And I'm not on the side of the insurance companies by any mean here any means you know like i'm all for the the end user here but if you're paying 400 a month that's 4800 a year and if you do that for 20 years you're paying ninety six thousand dollars in they're going to cut you a check for a hundred thousand so they're they're betting that you're gonna they're trying to price it based on your life expectancy and a 70 year old's life expectancy might be 20 years the insurance company is not in the business of giving away money. No. So, um, as you get older, it gets more expensive. And same with term insurance. If you get, you know, you, as you get older, it's cheaper to buy term in your twenties than it is in your fifties. Um, okay. So, I said to him, "Let's shop around. Let's look at other policies." So that's your first thing to do. Is you, you, the first thing you got to find out. The first thing you should do if you're in a situation where your insurance policy is ending and you want to keep it or you're leaving your group coverage and you want to keep it, the first thing you do is get an independent insurance agent. Go to someone that's independent. Don't go to someone that works for one particular company because they're probably not going to be able to help you, especially if you need to convert with another company. Right. You know, uh, If you go to company A and say, I want to get life insurance, they're not going to help you convert your existing policy because they don't work for that company. But if you go to someone that's independent, they'll help you convert your existing policy. 
So that's really important for people to realize because they, they, they don't know the other options and they wind up paying more. So the, that's the first thing you do. Then you find out, can I keep my existing policy? Yes, it's supposed to end, but can I keep it? Can I convert it? And why would you do that? Why would you convert versus buying new? Do you have any clue, Tony, why you would want to convert your policy instead of buying a new one? Because a new one might be cheaper. Yeah, I would think you'd want to shop around. So I don't know why you would want to keep your existing policy except for the fact that you are used to working with the company and you're all set up with them. I don't know. Well, you definitely are all set up with them and they've kicked your tires already. Yeah. Oh, so you don't conversion process. Ah, you don't want to have to take a physical. Yes. So in the case of what I was talking about, his wife is has been through major medical sure. issues in the past few years. There's no insurance company that I know of that will insure her. They might, but it will be so expensive that it doesn't make sense financially. So his wife in this case is in a situation where she's got no choice but to either let this policy expire or convert it. And the reason why she's going to try and convert it is because they will give her the same health rating that she got 15 years ago when she bought it. They will allow her to not go through what's called underwriting to come up with a new price. So she keeps her, her original health rating, which was, I think, preferred at the time versus standard. And therefore, she gets a new policy without them kicking her tires and giving her medical underwriting. It's kind of like a guarantee conversion. Ah. Now, the problem with that is she's got to pay whatever they say because that's they're the only company that's going to do it. But they get to keep the business, which is good for them. So if you're healthy, it pays the shop. But if you're unhealthy and have medical issues and can't go through underwriting and get a good rating, then it sometimes and most likely makes sense to convert. So that's the rub. You know, if you're healthy, shop. If you're not healthy, you might look to convert. It doesn't hurt the shop anyway, but more than likely, conversion is going to be cheaper even though in this case it's going to be 10 times as expensive as what they, as what they were paying, it's better than not having any coverage at all, which would happen because of health reasons. Okay, so you get the insurance agent. They'll help you convert your existing policy or shop for a new one if you're healthy. Uh, they'll also help you determine if you need it. A lot of people don't need it. You know, what? why does a 70-year-old person need life insurance, right? I mean, we've had those discussions before. Um, do you need life insurance at age 70? Uh, usually life insurance is to protect income. So if you're working, yeah, maybe you do. And a lot of people are working in their 70s. Maybe you want to protect your Social Security income for your spouse because we talked about that, right? If you if a spouse dies, you lose their their Social Security check, which could be, you know, 20000 a year or more. So people... There are some reasons to buy life insurance when you're older or have some. But for the most most clients, they tend to just let it go. They don't want that extra insurance. Another reason to have life insurance as you're older is to give money to your kids, right? So leave a legacy. Yeah, I was just going to say that. In that case, um, and it could get expensive. That's when you uh, have the kids pay for it, if you ask me. That's what there I would do. There you go. Yeah. At so least have them pitch get in. This, at least have him pitch in. So when, when I 
say, hey, you're paying 40 now, but it's going to cost 400 a month. Uh, instead of saying, oh, my God, that's way too expensive. That's when you call up the kids and say, hey, I plan on giving you 100000 when I pass away. It's only going to cost you 400 a month between now and then. <laughs> you just got to make sure you don't get too much and that uh, your kids love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, there you go. You're going to get a million dollars when I die. It's just going to cost you 500 a month. Uh, and then you'll be sleeping with your eye open. <laughs> it's like <laughs> sleeping with your eye open. Somebody switch grandpa's meds. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. We're just kidding. So, so when you when you get so let's imagine that you you're not healthy. You can't get a new policy, which is the definitely the primary. The first thing you want to do is try and shop around. But if you're unhealthy and you're shopping around and you can't beat the prices of the the, the first thing you do is is connect with your existing company and ask what the conversion rules are, because sometimes the conversion rules are you can't convert it if there's less than five years left in the policy. Well, that would have been nice to know a few years ago. Too late now. So you got to learn the rules. You got to learn the rules. And if you have a group policy, you contact the HR manager and say, I want to convert this group policy because I'm leaving, I'm retiring. And they're going to give you the rules and the company will send you documentation that you can then give to your independent insurance agent and say, help me through this because that doesn't make sense to me. Right. And then, you know, that's, that's it in a nutshell. And what I want to do is just give a few ideas and thoughts on this process. Okay rather than get into the details sure. of it, of how to go about doing it, because it's it's not too complicated. If you need to do a conversion, you just follow the conversion rules. And a lot of times it's just, you just get a new policy with that company and you check the box that said this is a conversion. So um, I would suggest that a couple of things, you do it early, you do this early. Like in the morning. <laughs> right, right. You do you, because you might be on the fo- on hold with them for years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Get on the fo- and do it later in the week because due to heavy call volume early in the week, um, hold times are longer than normal. No, find out what your options are early. When even when you're buying a term insurance policy, ask if this term has conversion options, and most companies do. At least you want to know what they are, because if they say you have to do it within, you can't do it within the first five years, or you have to do it before the last three years, you want to know that so you don't get caught by surprise. Uh, um, so different companies have also, different rules on conversions, the way it sounds. Absolutely. They're all different. They have different rules, different pricing, different everything. So you want to figure it out, and you want to ask. And the earlier you ask, the better. You know, you get a letter, you save it, just so you know. Because what happens undoubtedly is people wind up converting because of a health issue. And the last thing you want to be dealing with is an insurance company when you're unhealthy. You know, it's just like, I wish I knew this in advance. Um, the other thing is if you have a group policy through your employer, it pays to shop that around. Because yes, maybe your employer chips in for some of it. But if you go to leave, which a lot of people do, they leave their company and you have health issues, wouldn't it be nice to be able to take that policy with you? You might want to convert it or buy your own individual policy ahead of time so you're not running into this because group policies you can't keep when you leave. You can't keep it when you leave the group. You have to convert it or buy your own. Another thought 
um, I have another person who has a $500,000 policy and it's way too expensive for her to convert. She's got term insurance, it's expiring. The company said she has until August of this year, so it's, it's coming up. And she's, she doesn't, she cannot afford $500,000 death benefit. And what we found out with the talking to the company is she can convert to less. So she can, can go down to as much as, as little as 100,000. So she's going to start doing the math. How much does it cost to maintain 500,000 for life permanent versus 100,000 and then get the kids involved in that conversation? Yeah, that's smart. You, along those lines, you can also do a partial conversion. I only want I have 300,000 death benefit. I only want to convert 150 right now and keep the other 150 as is. Some companies allow you to do partial conversions. You have to figure this out. You have to ask them. And you may not even think to ask that because you just don't know. Um, or or you talk to them and they're not going to sit there and try and coach you through this. You have to get in somebody that knows this stuff on your side working with you, especially when you start looking at these costs that are 10 times as much. Another thing to consider is there might be a maximum age. Oh, you can convert this policy for the um, as long as you have it. You can convert it at any point except... Once you hit 70, you can't convert it after age 70. That would have been nice to know ahead yeah. of time because now I'm 72, right? right? So you got to know these things. And the last thing is um, a lot of them say the minimum. You, you can convert it, but you have to maintain at least 100,000 or at least 50,000. So each company is different. So there's a lot of different things going on here. But in general, a conversion is very simple. You contact the company, get the options and figure it out. Sounds good. I mean, obviously, it helps to be working with a financial professional like yourself, a financial planner and advisor. Uh, Dan, great show today. Before we go, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they want you to look over their policy and talk to them about this? Yeah, the, the best way is just to give me a call, 888-508-5935. You can email me your latest statement that you get from them. If you get a letter about conversion, for, from your employer because you're leaving or from your current term insurance company, you could just give me that letter and I could talk you through what it means because sometimes the language is a little confusing, you know? Um, so I'll walk you through the different options and we can call the company together and say, hey, you know, let's, let's, talk, let's talk in English here and explain to me what my options are. I do this a lot for people. A lot of my clients that I have, you know, they, they just meet me. They're they're retiring in, in a few years. They meet me and we're going through this and they say, oh, by the way, I have this old term insurance policy. Can you help me with it? Absolutely. You're my client. This is what I do. And I walk them through it. And a lot of times I, I may not even represent that company, but I still help you with it because that's my job is to help people with their financial decisions and do what's in their best interest. So that's what I'm going to do. The other easy way to get in touch with me is just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and there's a way to connect with me online and we can work via remotely and you can, we can do everything via email. And that's what I'm doing with this, this couple never met them, but I'm helping them with their term conversions. And, um, and to be quite honest, I don't even know where they live. Uh, I know they're somewhere in Florida, but I'm not sure exactly. And that's okay. I can still help them with their term conversion conversations because it's pretty sure. simple, at least for me. And it means a world to them because a lot of times it could be scary and confusing. Yeah. 
Well, this has been a very helpful conversation uh, to make it not so scary and not so confusing. And I know you're there to help, Dan. Thanks for that. What's that phone number they can call one more time? Easiest way to get in touch with me, 888-508-5935. Thanks for a good show, Tony. I know I did most of the talking, but hey, we need eye candy every once in a while on this show, (laughs) even though it's just a podcast and there's no video. All right, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.